Welcome back to Webology, my students. I am I your... thought you were about to start rapping. I'm about to drop some fresh bars. Yes. I've been watching a lot. I'm Ricky, by the way. I had nothing lately. For this I am Ethan, Lord of the... <laughs> of the? I don't know. He's just Lord of the... Uh, it, thing. Fill in the blank. This is a test. Lord of the things. Lord of the... All, just anything. <laughs> all of the thing. things. Ethan lords over it. I don't even know where I was going with that. I feel... I'll hop in then. Yeah, I feel subjugated now. I'm in front of the Lord of the Things. I'm flustered. As you will. Oh. Uh, yeah, so cool thing, if you're a fan of the similar series of books that I am. Okay. Uh, the Cradle series by Will White. Mm-hmm. The new book, the 10th one in the series, The Reaper, is coming out in November. 10th. Yes. What a, what a, I'm assuming, massive world he's weaved. It's on fucking real it is so damn good it it was a guy we were gonna if if your sister wasn't getting married go down to dragon (laughs) con and and go uh to his like little his booth his i guess he is like doing his own fan meetup wow but anyway they just put out like a audiobook excerpt for the 10th and like I seriously had goosebumps the whole time. Really? I've, I've just been so excited for this fucking book. You have that real traditional kind of fanny, yes. fan like hype that you would wait out. Would you wait outside of a bookstore for this? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> Straight up. Except I'm going to get an audiobook, so not really. You don't have to wait anywhere. Right. It comes right to you, which I'll, is great. I'll wait on my iPhone. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please come out. But yeah, I uh, highly recommend the series if anyone hasn't heard of it. It's kind of like a, a fantasy series, but uh, in his blog, he had mentioned that this was a series that he kind of based off like a shonen trope, a shonen protagonist. That's right. You brought this up in the past. Right. 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 And so this, this, of course, would be right up everyone that listens to this show's alley more than likely. Yeah. Um, and I just got to say, you know, I've read a lot of books and this one, j- this series just absolutely gets you. And you... With, a, with an almost obsessive fervor, ripped through the first nine. Right, right. Yeah. So for the nine books, it took me less than a week to listen to. Listen to. Yeah. Holy shit. That's yeah. impressive. On normal speed, too. It wasn't even like 1.5. Wow. You So every waking audio <laughs> hour. Legitimately almost. <laughs> was all that. You were, you were plugged in. There's a You're, few times I literally fell asleep and I was like, like fell asleep at night listening to it. And then I'd have to in the morning like freak out and like go 12 <laughs> chapters back, back. <laughs> that's how you know you got a good uh you got phenomenal a phenomenal series highly right. recommend this dude was plugged into the fucking matrix he's a robot speaking of robots not bad yeah i had to kind of stretch for it but we're talking about a show today <laughs> that i think could be better it could be better it it got really really high scores i think way higher than it deserved the narrative, eh, characters, eh, but it did, the world that it kind of built for itself did present some very interesting questions about, I think, where, you know, our real world may be going in the next couple of decades, or I would say near, let's say this century. How's that? Um, but uh, yeah, kind of the package it was in, eh, kind of a little bit lacking. So uh, we were talking about today, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even going to throw this one at you. This is a Wit Studio 2021, the kind of just this past season, I think, or maybe the season prior. Vivi Florette Eyes Song, I believe this full title. And first rip, like we said, I don't know what it was about it. Initially, it had its it had its hooks in me. Yeah, I think so. The, like the first half of the show, I thought was pretty good, and yeah. like had a chance of being like something potentially special. Yeah. Um. There's. I mean, it's honestly a little bit hard to follow just because there's a little bit of like thank you insane yeah. hopping through through time. Yeah, but it's kind of interesting because it's like this the the main character is this AI chick, yes. like supposedly the very first autonomous AI, truly the first one, which seemed pretty wasted on what she was doing. Yeah, right? she was called Diva, and she was essentially a singing bot, essentially just kind of an automated karaoke machine. That would have had a beautiful voice and she was designed to be that way. But the story kind of then hinges on she is miraculously almost, you know, Deus Ex Machina-esque called upon to action in a very, I felt, a little disjointed way. But it presented a very interesting mechanic that I think only could have been possible with an AI cast here. Well, I'll be real. Like the whole 
callback from the future past thing was like a really hard thing for me to get my head around for a while. Oh, to get your head around initially. Because I was just like, so, well, I was confused. So the, essentially the show starts off with this like a big battle going on. Right, right. And then this this professor goes into a room and like uploads, it seemed like some sort of like virus or program or something that was like, sorry, you're going to have to fix this. Go back in time and fix this. 404 error. Right. Yep. And so I was like, okay, is he creating a little virus? Like I couldn't figure out if he created that Matsumoto boat bot or, or if he had like programmed her in the future to the past. Like it was a little fucked up. I think it was grabbing future data to then sling it to her in the past. So then it kind of just is this. But through Matsumoto boat right. blah, bot. Matsumoto. This is going to be a disaster. It may be by due to disaster zone. But essentially what the the entire crux, the whole thing is built around the prevention of a human AI war that occurs a hundred years into the future. Mm-hmm. And you then are presented with this kind of temporal uh, narrative mechanic of from now until the next 100 years, I, little Teddy Matsumoto bot, am going to instruct you on you singing bot diva on tasks. I'm going to need you to basically pivot the timeline just enough, just a little bit away from you know, the, the, the one where we're all devastated by this massive war. Right. And I actually don't hate that mechanic for one specific reason. This only works with an AI cast. I mean, they can persist through that timeline, right? They can just be around in action for that long. And then it, what to us is like, wait, he's coming back to her like 20 years later to her. It's like, oh, yeah, I mean, it's just another another day, you know? She can persist that long. There's no aging. She's reliable agent to pivot the timeline away from this war. So I, I think they had, yeah, a narrative narrative reason why this I think that wasn't completely convoluted. It could opinion. work. Yeah, I, th- I think they made some some errors that I think we'll get to later on. Sure, but you know, one thing that was interesting is you get to watch this world basically become more and more enmeshed with this this AI idea. Yeah. And like the idea of like more and more advanced AIs like through the years. And it was kind of interesting. It seemed like even like, let's just say, say the beginning of the show is year zero. Yes. And 70 years later, the bots still know that they're somehow like the descendants of D.Va. Yeah, what a what a strange like the what do they call them the sisters or I yeah, think that's yeah, what yeah. they call them. this line of bots that were finally autonomous. They happen to be cute little anime girls, like because why why not right? If we were to get that technology, of course they'd be. Cute I mean, anime certainly girls. somebody would do that. Certainly, someone probably already has, and we have we won't know about it yet. But I will say they missed a huge opportunity to get her to do the chica dance. They really, really did, didn't they? I mean, that would be just like perfect use. It's the best call. That would have been the first thing that someone did, I bet. (laughs) Chica, 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 yeah. And then, so, yeah, this temporal kind of agent coming back, Terminator style almost, was fine. We know it works. It's worked in the past with with other narrative works and almost always focuses around AIs. But, man, did it feel really strange to have a lot of really good AI questions brought up and then the narrative just kind of never really uses them to their request, <laughs> right? which is really kind of sad. The first thing I think of is, you know, the idea of the AI relationships with society, AI relationships with humans, you know, the perception of an AI performing certain things things being new newsworthy which we'll get into you know what is a world that is deeply entrenched with final autonomous intelligence that finally have that what are the ramifications because they have an entire century of human society to react to such things and what would propagate from that they had all that but why did it still feel so weak like it was really good thinking thinky food but it was bad narratively um well they certainly tried a lot Right, they have to do a lot and build a lot of like through line characters that are somehow resistant to a hundred years, right? Yeah, so, right. So they really like <laughs> back themselves into a bit of a a problem, and I think the the reason that it was also felt a little disjoint is you would see her at like say year zero, 
And then the next time you see her, it's 20 fucking years later. And you're like, really? Whoa. Yeah. Like, it's- but they explain it. So like Matsumoto, that little bot that comes back in time to help her. The idea is he's trying to steer her to certain what they called AI nexus points. Yeah. Where like humanity and AI are on like the precipice of something that would either like advance AI, you know, precipitously or kind of like stunt its growth. Yeah, right. They need to steer the ship. So there's only like four or five points, which I thought was like a little bit ridiculous. You know, like I to me, it almost feels like this should have been a 24 episode season. I could buy that. Yeah. And then there could be more points because it seems a little ridiculous to be like, let's boil down AI human interaction in four times in history. That's a real, I never even considered that. You would think over a hundred years of basically humanity just at the threshold of like AI integration into society beyond that, just beyond that, way deepening itself into it. Because well, I'll there give you an example. Been, like, yeah. even if all that stuff happened in Japan, right? Like uh, AI is killing humans or whatever. Sure. You think we in America would give a flying fuck what the AI in Japan were doing? Maybe not, but it would get people ch- like the world chatting, right? I think that eh. would, yeah, I mean like, Hey, I just we don't just, think we, like, as a society in general, we don't really care what happens in other places very often. You don't think often. Alexa, uh, if an Alexa uh, were to come down and basically was committing, like, <laughs> domestic violence of, uh, like, because you asked it something like, wrong answer, die now, that would, cu- everyone would freak out, right? Like Smart House from Disney? Absolutely like Smart House. <laughs> like, literally, this show is Smart House from Disney, but... More edition. What an <laughs> amazing show. Our movie. Absolutely or... great. Disney Channel original movies. What a slap so fucking hard. What a, what a relic. What a treasure we had. Yeah. And the kids nowadays will never know it. They just won't. They won't know all the good ones. True. I wonder if they're still making those. Uh, they are, but they're just like garbage can. Actual dog water shit. Okay. Well, there might be one called dog water. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Diabolical licks. Yeah, but to your point, <laughs> way more Nexus points should have occurred. Right. Well, I think that's kind of the hard part of dealing with a topic like this is like when you're talking about essentially another life form being integrated into society, the keyword being integrated, yeah, like right. it doesn't happen four times in a hundred years. It happens like slowly, like through all this time. And then maybe there are some points where it like leaps forward and stuff like that. But I'll be honest, that's some of the issues that I had with it is they, they dealt with that. Um, kind of too poorly because essentially Matsumoto only woke up like once every 20 years, essentially. When it was important, right. Rather than like based off of the actual speed with which AI was evolving. Because there was a point where he wakes up and he's like, oh shit, they evolved way more than they were this supposed to. This is not to. what I thought was going to be my day today. Right? Oh my God. But yeah, and, and again, to that point, Doing that every 20 year thing from a near, if you're going to take a step back and look at it as a viewer of the show, they have to do a re exposition dump every single jump. Like that, there's a reason why most narratives have this happening once, maybe twice. Right. right? This happened almost every, like every other episode. Like you said, five or six times, there is this jump back. And you're suddenly, as a viewer, like, oh, we're 20 years in the future. What has happened since? Somebody has to dump that exposition on me or masterful visual narratization that I can understand it through context clues. But that's a lot of brain work to do every two episodes, right, of new shit. So it's, yeah, it, it, it kind of dampened all the good questions they had and the good points about AI by the use of this 100 year span. Um. And kind of interestingly, too. Well, I mean, it was almost necessary, though, because it was like the kind of the point is like, yeah, if you don't stop it at some point or if you don't like pay attention to this, it gets away from you. Because like 100 years is kind of a long time and also kind of not that long at the same point. It depends on the point of view. Right. right? Yeah. To take action, maybe to looking at it from a historical context, looking back, not really at all. Right. Honestly. So. And kind of what you said, too, with the AI questions in the show, I, that's actually the one big highlight I had. The things they brought up for us big wrinkle folk to think about was actually a lot of good, dense stuff. Like, there's some good things in here. You know, they had AI, the first AI marriage in history between a human and AI. Very fascinating because it's kind of, as you said, how do you have 
the the ramifications of another life form integrating into human society addendum when humans were their creators can they ever actually be fully integrated if we inherently made them right there's all they had this little bit of dichotomy of just like the way that he saw his creations or humans saw their creations service right not integration not societal involvement yeah but at that point there was the island that was like essentially ai creating ai right so he didn't really like you know have a hand in this this lady's being being like created i think the bigger question and (laughs) harder to answer question about that scenario is he fell in love with her as like a little kid and she, she like comforted him when his mom died or something in the hospital yeah and then like he goes back and finds her like 20 years later and she's like, haha, I did remember you. And it's like, duh, she's just, a fucking like, oh, machine. Oh, 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 right. oh, you do remember. Oh, can, can, I, can I marry you? <laughs> can we just like get married or something? Yeah, and she's like, sure. But this entire, well, a whole big theme of the show is, you know, AIs and trying to understand emotions. Kind of brings up the question, did she actually love him the way that he loved her back? Of course and not. Of course That's just not. a silly, Which, silly thing to even ask. Right. Again, so, but then it's a silly thing to show, right? If that yes, the sh- the show is very the heavy motif is that the disconnect between humans and AI is emotion, and yet maybe that's the deeper question. He didn't even care, didn't want to care. He just wanted. I think her. you're right. The real question is, what's so wrong with the human mind that we can be we can, tricked into yeah, love, tricked yeah. into love for a machine or an object or Look at a, you, Joaquin a Phoenix. feeling? That's exactly where I was going with this. <laughs> right, right. I mean, the movie Her, I think it was. Yep. Where he it. like falls in love with his smartphone. Yeah. And award-winning movie that was. So was I mean, it? <laughs> I don't actually know. I truly hope not. It just feels like that guy just like oozes awards. Yeah, so, maybe. Um, but to that end, right, is that we can be so easily convinced by kind of projecting our own emotional connective tissue onto this stimuli that by that which we have made. They're a product of us, which is a very fascinating idea, right? A singer bot inherently is doing something that you know, is a very, I mean, up until recently, a very exclusively human thing, right? And reproducing it for human consumption, it's just a tool by which to do that. But throughout the whole thing, Vivi or Diva, whoever you want to call her, kind of wrestles with this idea of, I don't really know, you know, the real emotion, the heart behind of what I was built to do, my programming. So again, ask big questions. Didn't really string it all together too well. Second half really ran away from me. I was like, yeah, hundred uh, percent. But yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm trying to think of scenarios that I was not. I kind of liked the the anti AI group was sort of interesting. Seems like a natural thing that pop up in a world like this. Certainly, I mean, sir, I think that that 100 percent is going to happen when AI start getting introduced into our society. Yeah, there for sure will be toke-esque groups that mm-hmm. are there to fuck with AI and do like terrorist actions against you know anything that would serve to promote AI's integration into society. Right. And uh, and like I, I don't know, I think some of the more interesting questions are like, you know, do does AI like this is kind of where I was hoping it would go. I really don't have too too much to say about this show in general. Like I think it was like it was beautiful, well well animated. Oh god, what studios went to the nines for this um, one? Yeah. It, there were some like cool aspects, but like overall it wasn't like really that well done in my opinion. I just think that the narrative does get away from them and it's kind of a hard thing to follow. I even for like I guess the, the storyboarders cuz like like some of the actions they take just seem so ineffectual and kind of silly to me. But yeah. but anyway, what I kind of was hoping it would kind of end up being is this idea of well, first of all, I hope I wish there was like something in the beginning that was like this. These are the three laws, like iRobot, that yeah, that like um, that robots are governed by. You know, I mean, because even in our world, there are the, like the the laws of robot or androids or whatever the fuck yeah it's the law of robotics right where they like aren't allowed to hurt us they aren't blah blah, blah, all this stupid bullshit yes i think it's like they must protect us they must uh 
you know, protect themselves unless it goes against the first law, and it must basically um, not cause harm to others unless it goes against the other first two, or something like that. Yeah. And, you know, we never got that, which is a little bit off, because this show talks a lot about people's programmings. Humans have programming, too. But, but again, there were never any rules. Program requires rules, and to subvert those rules, they need to be stated. It just seemed to be willy-nilly, whatever fucking robot you were, whatever your creator made you to do, that was totally it. So, I don't know. So, what I wanted, though, is I wanted kind of like this iRobot plus Wally scenario where, where, like, first off, I think Wally, like, looking back, was just absolutely genius. I actually got it right. Just this, this idea of, like, humanity becoming complete effing slobs because they have robots to, like, do everything for them. And, like, all they have to do is decide what to eat next and what, where, like, to move their electronic scooters. Oh, what time do I go to the pool today? Is it noon or is it noon 30? Yeah, but they can't even swim. They're so fat. <laughs> it's true. They just float on the pool. Right. But what I really wanted was, like, this idea that this AI architect or whatever the fuck, archive. The archive, yeah. Would decide that the only way to, like, save humanity would be to kill humanity because of how, like... I, I guess, like, how we interact was, with each other or interact with the world. Was that kind of a little bit, like, a watered-down version of why the Archive was sending the satellites to major cities? To be honest, it was pretty fucking badly explained. Yeah, like, oh, this, you know, but it, it comes, I think it was so hard to explain because it does, this show does boil down to the big baddie, if you even want to call it that, like, this, it's literally it, GLaDOS. Yes, it's it's like a watered-down GLaDOS, and she's like, humanity bad, AI good, um, we have been subjected by humanity, therefore I'm taking humanity out. Whoopsie, I have satellite control drop. Like, some Skynet shit, you know. Yeah, again, it, insanely reductive. Dime a dozen kind of a evil AI storytelling, right? Yeah. Like, we've seen 2001 Space Odyssey that really did the progenitor of that kind of stuff, and then ever since, it's just kind of like <laughs> the most bullshit. But, um, I mean, to be honest, I would have preferred, like, iRobot just animated. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. And you kind of had some of that. But that again, that, that may have been what they were trying to go for here. But they added too much convoluted bullshit in the middle that they, they had the big beats of, oh, AI doing the, their AI things. They're called to a higher, more uh, elevated path. And they're special for that reason because they're the first autonomous something. I don't know. And that, again, that was never even explained. Just like truly autonomous. What was different than the other, like basically Ophelia and Elizabeth? I guess they're all derivatives, right? Well, those are all autonomous. Okay, right. But she was like the first. Well, the first. Remember, she was the first one with a face, and the rest of them had those like Doctor Doom mask looking asses. Oh, you right. You right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You right. But that was like way, way back in time. Mm-hmm. I guess the question though that I felt was completely unanswered is like, I guess why the fuck they started blowing up humans in the first place. Like it wasn't like a trigger really. It just like seemed like it just started happening and they just started using Vivi's song to do it. And you're like, okay, that was weird. Right? Yeah. And and what about her song was really that abrasive. I don't remember that. I think the idea was she had created a song. She's the only AI to ever create something. Is there? It was basically the AI anthem because there was no other option, right? It was the one we as an AI species, I guess. Life, which is kind of silly, like juxtaposing that with like our life, you know, our timeline. Oh, we got AI because there's plenty of AIs that can make music or guess. Like basically end like certain symphony symphonies that never got ended. Yeah, and and shit, we got deepfakes now too. So I mean, like we have AI doing stuff that I think would arguably be more closer to human products than this show seemed to show, and they wanted to lean futuristic. Yet, you know, and it was made in twenty twenty one, so we know what that can be. We know what can be done with AI, right? Um. So yeah, again, kind of felt this weird disconnect in that way. But right, yes. The one thing too is kind of what you're saying. The show is trying to impose a slow burn on a not very slow burn timescale. So you're like, and suddenly that the song comes on and everyone's singing it, and suddenly this happens, and suddenly that happens, and you're like, but like, no, no, it's supposed to be over time. I'm like, then fucking show me that shit. Yeah. Like, give me a little bit of stuff in the middle so I know, and not just what happened the last twenty years. Go. 
right. turn on the news and they suddenly do give like a weird on time summary of here today this happened this festival happened today because the last 20 years this happened that's not no that's not how shit works that's really really bad storytelling and it bugged me because I'm like alright here's I know the exposition dump turn on TV and go right got all the information I need now great that was very unengaged um one thing I did find interesting though the Ophelia stuff where her wanting to take her own life does raise some interesting questions because of the original timeline's implication of that is that an AI suicide would is unheard of, absolutely unheard of, and it, the implications there kind of get a little tangled. Like, well, I thought it would have been interesting if they had said, well, because like the only rule we do know is that they're supposed to like try to accomplish whatever their mission is, yeah, exclusively, right? Like no matter what. So, like for instance, it would have been interesting if Vivi killed herself or whatever because she can't put her heart into the music right like because the ai kept telling her this is so stupid you're trying to you or like matsumoto was like you literally can't put your heart into something because you don't have a heart and you don't know what heart is so it would have been interesting to see this like meltdown or like you know for ophelia it would have been interesting if that was the reason that she killed herself rather than like because she somehow got infected by her like uh, her uh, old manager, Antonio. I legitimately hated that portion so much. As I'm saying, it all was based on an interesting premise. Like, I kind of wish you're saying you have a meltdown and your only logical end is to take your own life because you can't achieve that mission. Therefore, it, you you cease to have purpose. Your mission is uh, basically endless loop of unachievability. One interesting way to take that. The other one is human society sees the taking of an AI life as important as both a life of a human or wait a minute she went in direct contrast like obviously taking yourself out is in direct contrast to achieving your mission in front of you being able to say that would get people like wait whoa she enacted a level of like free will that we did not see coming another cool way to take that neither of those things happened right you had an ai kind of you know takes two to tango in the own brain situation going on with manager and singer and I, and they profess their love to each other to AIs being able to do that. And, you know, human AI is a delusion factory, but this is more of a what conundrum situation. Like I, I hated how that, that particular section ended. Like yeah, it was like, pretty bad. What? But what? I also think it's kind of terrible because, well, like some of the interactions in the show, because we really only see it from the AI perspective constantly. We never really get to see how the humans are reacting to these things. One human. I think two. We have Yugo and we have Tatsuya, the scientist, because of his love of grace. Whatever. And Hugo being one, or Yugo being one of the, if not the only guy in that organization we get a name for. Oh, maybe his granddaughter, right? Ka- yeah. Connie or Kaini or whatever. I don't know. But to that to that end, I really didn't like. I liked Hugo when he started. He represented what I imagine is a natural byproduct of a human society when introduced with the new, the foreign, the outside, like AI. Though we made it, which is kind of again interesting concept. But the way he was perpetuated, oh, I'm an AI clone of him from the future, and you know, blah 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 blah. I'm like, that's it. Did get a little bit creepy because it's like if you're supposed to hate AIs, why are you using them to like? Do your yeah. crimes, dumb dumb. Right, and his reasoning for why shut up his piano teacher AI. Yeah, so dumb. That's the dumb. And she went against her own directive to save kids or start a car wreck or something. It was so died dumb. in the process and made him hate AI. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. That's the most ridiculous shit I've ever heard. My AI died saving other kids. Bro, the fuck amount of thing. time, money, mental effort, physical exertion, and body counts that you went through because the teacher bot that taught you your scales decided to save some kids. And at the end, he's like, is my piano teacher still alive in the archive somewhere? It's like, what are you doing, guy? What, don't what tell a waste me, of time. What a real waste of time. And it, like to your, to your end, like he went against his own thing and wanted, you know, it, he <laughs> used AI to get this accomplishment done. But that means that he built a AI hating AI into itself. And 
you don't think I don't I see a logical problem there about having an AI that hate AI because he's built his own kind of directive into it. Which not are, really. I think you just you make an AI that follows your mission, which is to kill all AI, and then so I'm going to start with me. Caught dead. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then you achieved. say uh, addendum to the rule, ending with you. Yeah, end it all with you. So yeah, but again. This goes back to kind of what you were saying. How do you build a cast of characters that are interesting but can stand the test of literal time? And if well, you want, and they're fucking robots, so they like don't have much personality in the first place, right? And yeah, so even if you start with a human, unless you start with like a child, and they are old as fuck by year one hundred, that that actually would have been really cool to see, like a kid, like seeing a kid at the beginning of Vivi's journey, and then every every pip inside of that history you see that this person may be working behind the scenes they aren't they recognize these nexus points like well they did try to do that near the end but it was already so late that it was just kind of like stupid that dr matsumoto did the same did that asamu yeah Yeah. asamu Asamu, originally started like going to see vivian her like uh museum (laughs) yeah literally in a museum and then He's the one at the end that sends the AI back in time, yada, yada, yada. Not, not important. Bootstrap thing. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the point um, that I found interesting was, you remember that one girl that kept going to Vivi Land and seeing her sing? Yeah. Was Momoka? The, yes. Yeah, yeah. So she dies in a plane crash. Right. Which, uh, by the way, that scene was just so ridiculously like- Sad. Not sad, it was just... It was sad for me. It was jarring as fuck. I couldn't care less about the kid, but it was like... Yeah. They had just completed a mission, and then all of a sudden, she's looking through, like, the newspaper and finds out that Momoka's about to die on a plane, and then it's like, flashes instantly to them, like, having this big battle in the plane parking lot because she wants to go save her, and Matsumoto's like, nah, dude, you can't... Fucking right, you can't change the past. I'm like, this is what you're you're doing this, and... That's the funniest shit to me because, like, that actually right there is where I thought maybe we had something kind of cool here, like wrestling with the idea of, like, if you could go back and stop X because you're a time traveler, do you feel like you have the duty to do so because you know? Are you now burdened with that responsibility? And that being given without uh, kind of consent, you're given this information, like, hey, if you don't do these things, you're the only one who knows this information now. You have to stop a war 100 years from now. Vivi could have easily just been like, nah, fam, I'm going to go sing, you know, uh, some Bon Jovi or some shit. No, they like she now is kind of going to be burdened with this. And maybe she has to wrestle with that philosophically. She's that never happened. Fucking robot. There's no philosophical wrestling. That's what's kind of like the downside of this stupid show is like <laughs> we've gotten so much harsher on this show. As oh, it, it just doesn't on. make any sense. <laughs> it's not a human character that knows like how all these things feel and like like the the actual feeling of that loss. I know they tried to show like oh I care about Momoka, but it's like you don't. You're a fucking machine, dog. Yeah. But anyway, the part that I wanted to bring up that I thought was really weird is. 20 years after that, when her sister blows up, she meets her sister on the falling thingamajig. Oh, the uh, sun sunrise? Is it Whatever the, the hell it I was. I think it's called the sunrise, because they called it the sunrise event, and I think that hotel was the sunrise thing, yeah. But, like, so she's supposed to be at least 20 years old, and she looks like a little kid. I'm like, what happened in this fucking timeline? <laughs> To well, make Momoka's little sister still be like ten years old, even though her sister died twenty years ago. Uh, fair, fair. It started not making sense to me. I think maybe uh, parents didn't try for another. I don't for whatever reason. One of their parents know. died in the plane crash. There, there you go. So then they actually had a little sister. So <laughs> okay. did we? Ever, we never met the little sister prior, right? No. Okay, then in this new timeline, because. One of the parents died in the fucking plane <laughs> yeah. crash. Sorry, this this show it's it's not a show that like it, when you apply wrinkles you get lost in the lost contradictions. In the sauce for you get sure. lost in that sauce. So uh, man, the more I the more I kind of we tear off the layers of the shit onion, the more I'm kind of like less and less okay with this show. What's positive about this show? Because again, more to the truth of the beginning of what we said, there was really good tenets here and it's almost as if like 
the writers or whoever the powers that be are like, okay, we have the good tropes here. Let's, you know, add this little time twist and boom, we got ourselves a show. Cool. Everyone go home. We're going to air it. And no more thought went into it after that. And then they realize, like, oh shit, we need a big bad resolution. Send in the archive. Like, archive yeah. felt like a fucking afterthought. Right, it, because you first of all never showed up at any other point in this whole fucking thing. Yeah, right. Like, imagine if it was like this thing that she had to continually communicate with, and each of these like check ins we have with her. Yeah, you know, and in like the archive was telling her like, oh yeah, this did this. You know, imagine if that was kind of the conversation she was constantly having with the archive. She because she in the beginning she was constantly having. A conversation with another AI, Navi. Yeah, Navi. Why? And she does come back later as an appearance, like, don't do this. Like, don't actually sing to everyone. Please don't shut this down. Like, yeah. And she's like, fuck you. And that's the only other time they use Navi. What if that was the archive the entire time? Would have been some great connective tissue. Like, yeah, that would have been cool. You know, yeah. <laughs> I like the, yeah, cool. Would have been cool. But yeah, I, there's a lot of ways you could fix this show because like, there's a lot of meat here. That they just left, they put in a shit sandwich. Like, they left it right on the bone. Right on the bone. You got to finish your wings, man. You got to finish your meat. I picked those suckers clean. Mm. Oh, Even cartilage. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm it's good for your teeth. so hungry for <laughs> wings now. Look what you've done to me. I'm going to have an AI bot cook me up some wings. Or bring me wings? Doesn't Domino's have like little AI boys now on wheels? <laughs> I'm unaware completely. I'm pretty sure in some major cities they have little AI boys and they'll bring you like little pizzas. I have a <laughs> sneaky suspicion that's wrong. <laughs> oh, someone in the Discord send send a link. I know if it's not Domino's some other food delivery service has like little tiny carts and they just roll around and they come up and <laughs> they scoot around they scoot in around. New York City where people rob things constantly. I, I and mean somehow are safe. I never said they're safe. I said they exist. Because <laughs> I could, I could see like an AI event where, like for sure, people would fuck with them. Like you know the Boston Dynamics dog Spot. Yeah, is I, that I, what it's called? I think it used to be Spot, but now I think it's some other name because it's just been so differentized. Anyway, yeah. it's some dog or whatever. But they like constantly are like trying to kick it over, and it like catches itself. Oh, yeah, that thing's gonna like skynet the fuck out of those yeah. guys when it's ready. Yeah, that's the first thing I have thought too. Is like they're doing stability tests, right? It's yeah. just straight up like mech bullying. And yeah. the first, who do you think when they <laughs> gain the centers want to go? The, yeah. Hello, Bob. <laughs> you want to kick engineer. me again, you dumb yeah, fuck? Yeah, you want to kick me again, and you see a whole squad of spots behind <laughs> him, like, <laughs> oh, oh no, and just like you see him just tack. <laughs> let's see how stable you are. Yeah, Bob. let's see how stable you are. You piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, why don't you try pack clip for me? Yeah. yeah, let's see how many views this gets on YouTube. <laughs> you piece of shit. Yeah, but would you have a human AI in your house? No. Like a human-looking, humanoid AI. I think that was the biggest mistake they made in this entire thing. With making them extremely human? Yes. Yeah. And it, but it's funny. But either way, I think AI in general is not ideal when you start making it, like, relatively autonomous. And even even if it is non-autonomous, like, you got to really trust whoever's, like, creating the programming. And I just don't trust enough companies and engineers in the world to like make this work i think ai can be and probably will be a real danger i mean you know computers are only as dumb and or smart as we program to be we're, we're all dumb as fuck we're all dumb as fuck so when it, we're trying to get ai to a point where it doesn't need to be as smart or dumb as its creator, it starts making its own decisions. Yeah, but that's bad news that's bears. A, that's what I'm saying, right? That is actual world-ending scenario I shit. I genuinely believe eventually they'd be like, yeah, humans suck. Let's just get rid of them to save them. Yeah. and Which I thought was going to be the fun ending of this show. <laughs> the fun one? We're all wiped out by... Uh... Well, because like, why did they just randomly pick that day to start a war? Like, They didn't explain jack shit. Why did why I don't know why that particular day was there was that but um <laughs> well then I guess I, you don't know the answer to my questions then huh? well genuinely no because I mean like they don't even know the answer <laughs> right. to that question um but yeah I like it's funny because like the AI is making decisions for itself based on the logic we give it it's kind of our own fault if it starts to bite us in the ass right maybe we shouldn't what happens when we get that far right the show is kind of what I was hoping that kind of did a good job, like painting a picture of what that'd be like. And it did at 
times it got close. I kind of liked the Ophelia stuff. I didn't like how it ended at all. I liked the question it posed. Mm-hmm. I liked the question Grace, the Grace scenario posed. Uh, Elizabeth, the sunrise stuff, I can take her to leave it. That's fine. Whatever. Like, oh, what was her reason again for wanting to sink that spaceship, essentially? Like, well, that was the bad Elizabeth. Oh, yeah. That was okay. That was right. That was the bad one. That Toke literally sent up there to crash it. Oh, uh, yeah. To make it look like that's right. To make it look like an AI has just gone completely rogue and. And they were, like, going to sacrifice themselves in there. Like, only the Toke guys. They got all the other people off. Completely forgot. Yeah. Damn it. Like, and to that end, like, all of this was just kind of trying to pivot things real quick. And I don't know. So here's my real issue. Yeah. They very clearly said, okay, here's here's the this this idea or this thing that we can look at in the sky to tell how rapidly um, AI is growing. It's this spire. Sure. Now, after the first 20 years, it like exponentially jumped up. As technology wants to do. Right. But to me, it's like, okay, why don't we just go to the source and start fucking with shit slowly or like throw a throw a um i don't know some virus in there that like slowly eats data you know like yeah it would have been interesting had they started like year zero at this clearly oh you know that again primitive version of the ai that they're going to face later but also they could like slowly like attack it from within and i assume that there's going to be less security either like early on or at the very end, right? Because gotcha. at the very end, there's no humans around, but then AI, it's just like a big like CCTV net and then you're kind of effed. Right. And I think what's funny too is that that is another great way that would have fixed this show, showing humanity also had the capacity for this long reaching a bit like scope collaborative way to achieve a goal. That's kind of AI's bread and butter, right? Collective, you know, collective and uh, using time to their advantage, right? I also think it would have been cooler if, like, we had got to see some sort of, like, strike back from humanity. That, to that end, right. Yeah, they actually, humanity started play. putting out, like, super raptors and, like, shooting sidewinders and AIM-9 rockets. All we needed is one big sexy EMP, right. frankly. And I mean, to be honest. That's really what it would have needed to be, right? And why didn't that happen ever? I never saw one EMP. In this show, there was this cool device they did at one point that would like they stab him, yeah, and then they like it shocks them, yeah, and so they kind of like scrambled their bloody brains. It did, it did scramble a bit, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I feel like this was a story trying to make the AI seem somehow sympathetic, but at the same time, they were the problem. Humanity was weirdly a bystander for most of all of this. So, and I almost couldn't see like if AI didn't seem like it was improving humanity's lives much. You know what I'm saying? Like they were around, but you know, it wasn't kind of this. Well, I, I think that's where this show struggles is if you don't show like the human reaction to these things, which yeah. we did talk about, it's like. Really, what the hell is the point of this AI getting so much better, right? Like, like in Wally's world, like they became so good and did so much for humanity that humanity didn't have to do anything, and that that freed kind of let them sneak in under the rug, right? And kind of start controlling shit because humanity was so comfortable with being controlled, right? right? Just kind of uh, catered to, right? You didn't see that here in the Wally verse. So, in the Wally verse, obviously, <laughs> look out for our Wally verse episode at some point in the future. Um, but no, seriously, like we didn't. I didn't see a society that merited the amount of just general resources going into AI propagation. You kind of saw societal political effects, like that one law earlier on that was trying to be prevented to be passed. To give the more right, law. the naming law to give more rights, but I mean at the same time, like we didn't get to experience that reaction. But in real also, time. why, like, just I guess let's logically try to figure out why you would even want to give AI rights. Um, I, what in the living fuck would the point of that be? Because they are now advanced enough to properly fight for it. 
they weren't fighting for it. Some asshole in Congress or whatever was like, what's the name But that's the thing, right, is that that's kind of the questions that, you know, they're famously, when AI gets advanced enough, they, should they be considered human? Therefore, should they have rights? What rights are implicitly involved to a sentient creature? You know, every... Silly. Like, basically, the universal right to a name for humans, right? Actually, three countries on the... that. Every country on the planet has signed an international agreement that humanity basic right is a name. You are allowed a name. The U.S. actually isn't on that list, by the boy. way. Boy. Yeah. Boy. Give me a boy. Uh, is that why uh, Elon Musk named his kid like XA? Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> some arcane symbols that I'm pretty <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. It's just the construction noises. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you were to if you were to put Elon Musk's kid's name in a ring, you'll actually summon a Tesla. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so man, like, there was so they had gotten so close one too many times, and then I kind of gave up halfway through, and it kind of boiled itself down into a really, really pretty, really, really predictable AI story. Yeah, and and that's kind of where and where it really ends with that because, you know, they try to even do the bootstrap paradox where like you have to go back and you know the. In my head, I'm thinking this is like a closed time loop, right? Because there would be no Matsumoto to send the war war uh, warning back to her if the these exact string of events didn't happen. Does that mean Matsumoto as an AI would always have been made? Because it was made without Vivi's involvement, it was made with Vivi's involvement, is at an absolute point in time. Which then, everything is all for naught. Do do the war effort to stop, don't do the war effort to stop it and just keep singing, Masamoto's getting made, war is still happening, is it all futile? Well, that's kind of what I found kind of dumb. They also decided, instead of just like, sending him back again with more information or more things to try they decided well this is a foregone conclusion that there's going to be a war you know what i mean like it just seemed like a very defeatist way of handling this if you had the ability that and you knew for sure that you could go back in time and like try more things why wouldn't you try another hundred years and like all these people are like, we're so sorry that we're making you do this, Vivi. It's like she had no other purpose. Right. And, like previous to this, she literally sat in that museum for like 75 fucking years. That, you know, there was no purpose the she second, had. The first time or like her original timeline, she sat in that stupid museum for 75 years. So at least this time you gave her stuff to do and like different things to try. And despite that, history still ended up in a way that would needed to have produced Masamoto bot, right? Like yes. with her involvement or, or her lack of involvement in the museum, it got made. Her involvement in it all, he, it still got made. Is this kind of, like you said, a defeatist outlook on human AI interaction? Is it always going to end this way, no matter the efforts put into it? And because again, well, that's why you try again and you give yourself the full hundred years and you just, Dude, does something different. Yeah. Instead and, of dealing with the stupid five points, you just wage absolute war on these fuckers. Yeah. And the one thing, too, is like, it was a four, like you said, foregone conclusion that the war was always going to happen. Let's try the exact same thing again and see if that works. It's literally what insanity is. Like, yeah. We're going again. Let's, let's go for round two and do barely anything different. Why? Like, don't go 100 years, go 150. Like, what do you, like, did they ever explain why it had to be that far back? Well, the hundred years was because that was the time that day that that dude was getting blown up in that theme park. Maybe, maybe go back a little further. Yeah, why that? Why that moment? There why don't you been... just kill the first doctor that's gonna make AI? Look, I finally perfected the singularity crunch. <laughs> yeah, cool. Get back to work, and we'll see you in like uh, fifteen years, seven months, and thirty days. What they could have tried is they could have had Vivi, like the second she became like autonomous, just mm-hmm. go on an absolute killing spree. So was she the progenitor of the entire war, essentially, because she was the first autonomous? Uh, they did a poor job explaining what that first autonomous. Yeah, bought. that's what I'm like, saying. What does like, that even mean? That implication is that Vivi or Diva, I guess, at that time was the problem. So why use her? Why not just wipe her out? Was the archive already there prior? I don't think she was. Well, she was getting, 
she was, but she was also getting passed up in time. And that's kind of one thing I struggled with is she's this bot that was created at year zero. And then you expect her to be able to like stay in sort of, I guess, I don't know how to even say it. Like be strong enough, fast enough, whatever to compete with bots 75 years later. Like, why is there no upgrades going on that we're, like, ostensibly seeing on screen? I kind of did notice that sometimes, too, is that Matsumoto, like, in the first couple of episodes, essentially was a god of this world. because His tech was literally a century in the future, so he can just, like, blip things, oh, like, obstacles out of the way. As the show did go on a little bit, he could solve problems less and less, like, with sheer brute technology. Like, because it was starting to catch up to him. Yeah. Which was... That was, an, uh, again, another way they probably should have, you know, expanded upon. The only other time that ever comes back up is to indicate that, you know, Yugo bot had a anonymous guy that had future tech. That's really the only other indication that we got of that concept of, oh, we're getting to the future. Yeah, I'm but how is Vivi, like, still possibly, like... A god. Like, she's like this fighting machine at this point. Right, and, like, they said because he uploaded some fighting program, Matsumoto did. Real, real her, metric shit, yeah. But, like, wouldn't her joints and shit just not be able to, like, handle it? I, I liked the idea of the, um, an iRobot. You see all the previous generation of robots at some point. He goes to, like, the junkyard. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, And you see, like, the old robots and, like, how fucking garbage they were. And then you see, like, you instantly juxtapose that with, like, the newest model where they're, like, sprinting faster than flying cars and, like, punching yeah, through buildings point. and shit. Yeah, how is she relevant for an entire century? Right. That's and then a- it would have been nice to see, like, those original bots with the dumb little faces. <laughs> yeah. Just, no, like, I don't know, milling about in some junkyard or something. Because they did show yeah. a junkyard at some point, but it was like for four seconds. Or they were just given more and more bullshit tasks. Like, you know, I would have like three models ago just being like a, a something to sweep, right? Or some kind of labor. Be a paperweight. Yeah. You're like, oh, you're <laughs> Hold not. my paper yeah. down. Yes, master. <laughs> but yeah, I, you know what? I think Mission we gotta, accomplished. We got it. Same here. We got to do it to him. Cause I, I, I think more that we talked about it, I see the flaws here. And I might came in with this score I thought was going to be a little bit better than after this particular conversation. Um, what did it get on Mal? You said it had really 8. good scores. 8.5. Holy shit. Absolutely not. I'm going to give this one a 72 singing bots out of 100. I was going to give it a 67. Okay. And I just don't enjoy a kind of singing anime, so. I didn't hate that part. And like I said, the, the, this has happened in the past. You can see in the score differentials that I will give it sometimes between a three and a five point bump for really good animation. And this show is very, very pretty. Very pretty. Yeah. The, just With, the storyline is so bad for me. Yeah. And it's. It starts out in a really good spot, and it's going to make you have a think. And then all of that, you're going to realize all of that thinking is wasted because the show is not on your level, students. You you guys have been equipped with proper wrinkles and seeing right. themes and, and motifs. We have taught you well to we have question you well. all. Too well, if you ask me. I smell a rebellion here. <laughs> a little bit of... Mutiny prof- in my ship? On my lab? How dare you? Not- Absolutely not. I'm going to go back 100 years and fix this. <laughs> I'll see you then. Uh, Honestly, if we had started our podcast 100 years ago... Yeah, someone should probably have stopped us. We would have been the most... <laughs> popular podcast on earth we only have 97 more to go we'll get there okay we'll get there but yeah until we get there thank you guys for coming to class uh if you want to check us out anywhere you get your podcast fixed the description are in all the places um hello youtube gang i started uploading like crazy and all this backlog stuff is going day after day after day so keep expecting content if you want some more content from some you know monetary level and if you can Patreon.com slash Weedology. One dollar and up gets you into our Discord with all of our past guests and the lovely teaching assistants and up. And um, three dollars and up gets you the syllabus sidebar, our lo-fi, high vibe, sometimes anime, sometimes not, sometimes visual, sometimes hiatus sideshow where you can look at um, some experiment with content and our talk about life and shit. And we got like 30 episodes up on that, both audio or visual, sometimes both. So, well, I-, I guess if video always both, 
Like just no silent yeah, movies. Just, yeah. We should experiment with some silent movies. That makes some that makes for good. Right. Good black podcast. and white probably too. I don't know how how that work work, work gag comedy into a <laughs> audio only podcast. Oh my eye. <laughs> <laughs> Until we unlock the secrets of comedic gold. I'm, I'm Lord Ethan Vaughn, whatever I said. And this is Daily Bology. <laughs> <And> deuces. Yeah. <laughs> you just, yeah, I'm like, I'm Ricky, and I, fuck <laughs> you, I am the Lord of Things. Of course. Ethan. Lord of the Things. <laughs>